This is the What I Live For podcast for Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the What I Live For podcast. And today I'm talking to Andy. And you can find Andy on Instagram at cartwheel underscore AC. And what I was about to say was I, I've i known Andy since about October of 2019. Um, so not that long ago. Um, I first heard her on a podcast with Daryl Perry. Um, you can find him on Instagram at your level fitness. Um, and the multitudes of other Instagram handles he has, but I'm not going to get into that. But I, I found her through Daryl because they did a podcast together and, and Andy was just bringing straight fire. And I can't even remember how long the episode was, but I was shaking my head the entire time that, that she was talking because everything she was saying out of her mouth was just like, yes, I agree 100% with what you're saying. And I've kind of built this friendship with her over the last few, few months. And I've been trying to get her on since, since like November, October, November. And this was the first time we actually had a chance to, uh, to record. And we recorded this on, on April 1st. Um, and I wanted to get her on and share her story. And we didn't really get in that much into her story because we kind of went all over the place. We went into her story and, and just a lot about mindset. And we talked about CrossFit and we talked about, um, you know, nutrition and just mindset. We, we hit a lot of different categories, uh, on this podcast and it's, and it was fun just to get her on and just share her opinions on, um, just all those different topics. And, like I said, it, it was a fun time. And I, I told her, well, we, we had a conversation um, after we got off of the, the, the podcast about her coming back on uh, and doing a part two. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, I had a lot of fun recording with Andy. Uh, like I said, if you want to follow her on Instagram, you can follow her on Instagram at cartwheel underscore AC. And other than that, we'll get right into the episode. So how are you doing today? Um, You know what uh it's been a weird i mean you know it's been a weird couple of weeks um you know with all this going on and gyms being closed and yeah yeah well we've been this is week three for us um you know and and i'm i'm lucky enough uh so i for the last three and a half years um i've owned and run an escape room company Mm -hmm. and as of march 16th it was officially sold so like literally right at the beginning of this whole shutdown, um, I didn't have, that was one thing off my plate that I didn't have to worry about anymore, Yeah. but I have a freelance job where I work from home and I have a seven year old son. So, um, having him at home with me while I'm trying to juggle work and put him on some kind of schedule, um, to, mm-hmm. you know, to keep learning, uh, it's been, it's been tough. So, um, you know, and on top of that, having to adapt my workouts to be at home. Um, yeah, it's been a really weird couple weeks. I mean, definitely with the, cause everything changed like in just a drastic snap and like everything, mm-hmm. like anything that you were doing before, like you had to kind of adapt and figure out what you're going to do now. Cause if you were used to going to the gym, then you're like, Oh, I got to figure out how to do at home workout. And, or mm-hmm. if you're going to work, you have to figure out how to work from home. Like it just, everything changed in an instant. Yeah. And you know, I've been, I've been really lucky that my freelance job, um, you know, at least one day a week I was already working from home. Um, you know, 
so that transition from being in an office to being at home was easy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just now having to juggle parenthood plus, you know, working. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm in the process of, I mean, I've, I've started my nutrition coaching and, uh, training business. Um, but I am in the process of helping Jenna open her fitness studio mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we were aiming for a soft launch in, uh, you know, beginning of April and here we are April 1st and, uh, it's, you know, we're still, we're still in the construction phase. So yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, in terms of adapting to home workouts, it's just, you know, I have some stuff at home. Um, you know, I can get a good pump in with, uh, some alterations and I've posted about it on my Instagram, a couple of my workout videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was absolutely late to the game, but I've placed an order with, uh, one of the fitness companies in town and, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be able to do some of my normal lifts, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's been different. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has because I, I, I was working at the gym part-time and I was working mm-hmm. and I'm still working like in my day job. Like I'm grateful to still have a day job, but mm-hmm. um, it, it's just strange that cause I, I was slowly like transitioning to a home workout cause I, I kind of saw stuff closing and I was like, well, let me mm-hmm. go ahead and try to adapt to this now before yeah. like we get fully into it. And then I'm going to have to switch everything at, at, the, at the same time. And so I started like buying like dumbbells and stuff like that and just making sure I had stuff here so I can do workout videos or whatever else I had here and just, just mm-hmm. do that because like I didn't want to be in that position where like I had to scramble to try to figure out what I'm going to do next. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, now that I'm, this is like totally way late, too late to the game. Um, but if I had the foresight to think ahead and, and say, Hey, listen, you know, um, approach one of the gyms and just say, can I just rent your equipment for the mm-hmm. next couple so nobody's going to be using it, right? <laughs> I mean, the gym could have still made money off of you and you still had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, two weeks ago I stopped over at the, the fitness, um, store that I ended up buying a bunch of stuff from, but you know, I had stopped in with the intention of just buying up whatever I could that they had there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was like cleared out. And, uh, I was chatting with the, the manager there and he was saying they're doing 50, $60,000 in sales, uh, every single day for that, um, you know, the week and a half leading up to me showing up yeah. <laughs> and I walked out of there with a couple of great things. Like I got a hyper extension. Um, I got a, a dip, um, a, a, like a dip cage mm-hmm. and a uh, hundred pound preloaded barbell and, uh, a 30, one 35 pound weight plate. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? That 35 pound weight plate is perfect for on the hyperextension or, you know, doing, uh, some core workouts. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just, I I find it humorous that I literally just have one 35 pound weight plate, but Hey, it's something. (laughs) I mean, I saw you doing a video with just the 35 plate. I was like, she's, she's making do what she has. So like, it doesn't matter. I mean, realistically, you know, depending on what you want to do, you can do it, uh, you know, overhead tricep extension, or you can do, um, uh, you know, overhead squats, right? Mm-hmm. Like why not? But, uh, I think my, my most innovative exercise, uh, which I'll be posting about tomorrow, um, on my Instagram is, um, one of my favorite exercises at the gym was, um, the straight arm lat pull down. Yep. 
or, or pull over. And um, I've figured out a way utilizing my seven-year-old son um, <laughs> to do that. So, I can see where this <laughs> you know, is going. Yeah, when it <laughs> he's safe. Don't worry. It's yeah. all good. But, uh, you know, when it really comes down to brass tacks, um, you really find these cool, innovative ways uh, to work out. And, you know, am I going to make mad gains in the next month or two? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, will I maintain? Yeah, probably. And, you know, that's sometimes tougher than anything. I mean, and that's the, that's the really the name of the game right now is just maintaining what you have, or at least, you know, if you can gain something from it, then go for mm-hmm. it. But for the most part, it's just about maintaining the, the skills and like the level of skills you have now. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to like make any kind of big change with just like body weight. Like you can maintain yeah. what you have. Like you, you're not going to be able to like progress so much that you, as much as you were in the gym. It's just going to be just right. a little bit of progress, but it's still going to be some forward progress instead of just upward progress. Yeah. And I think that that's a, a huge mis- misconception for a lot of people. And you know what? For me too, for, for you know, at least a decade, if not longer, um, you know, I spent my entire uh, adult life basically from 16 to now. So, so we're talking 20 years, mm-hmm. um, you know, up and down on the scales and, and losing, and that's great, but never maintaining. I think the longest I ever maintained any weight loss or, or any strength, whatever was, you know, maybe two months. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to a friend about it. Um, who is, uh, you should, you should follow him on, on Instagram. He posts a lot of really, really good content. And, um, you know, I was saying throughout this last couple of weeks, I've maintained my weight Yeah. and, and that's, um, with, you know, taking a step back from doing those heavy lifts to the gym. And I, you know, I split between my, my coach has me split between, um, a strength week and then a hypertrophy week. And I swap them back and forth. And, you know, I've just been doing three, uh, three different exercise, um, uh, three different lift days, I guess, since this whole thing started, you know, a push day, a pull day and a lower body day. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've coupled that with the hikes that I've been doing every single day. And, uh, I mean, I'm still maintaining and, and, you know, like we said earlier, it's, that's a really tough thing to do. Um, but it's doable Yeah, regardless of the circumstance. Yeah. Because nobody, nobody told us that this was coming. Like we kind of knew something was coming. We didn't know it was at this level. So like, it's kind of like you, okay we have this card that we've been dealt and we just have to figure out what we can do with it. You can either mm-hmm. go backwards or you can go forward. And I choose to go forward with it instead of going backwards because I can still make some kind of progress with, with what I have dealt. Like I, I, I don't right. want to go backwards. Right. And you know, I think it's a, a big thing is to focus on the things that you can control. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, I mean, that doesn't come easy to a lot of people, you know, me, for example, when this whole thing started, I certainly had my moments of panic, like, oh my goodness, like what, you know, and not just like weight loss or going to the gym or that sort of thing, but like, what is the new frontier going to look like in life? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then I, you know, I just kind of like pulled up my britches and told myself like, you can only control what you can control. Exactly. And, um, 
you know, thankfully, thankfully we are in a position right now where, or at least I'm in a position right now where I can still control my nutrition. Mm -hmm. I can still control being active. Um, you know, I've said it a couple of times now since this whole thing happened that, for right now, nature isn't canceled. You know, you can get outside and you can, you know, get some, uh, you know, some low intensity cardio in. you can get high intensity cardio in, depending on what you want to do. And, um, yeah, so it's just a matter of kind of controlling your own narrative, um, with the things that you can control. Yeah, exactly. So were you yeah. always like that though? Like, did you always have this mindset even like and I, and I kind of go back to your, like when you were younger, but like, did you always have this kind of mindset or were you just kind of like, you kind of grew into it? Yeah. So this is a, this is a totally new mindset for me over the last two years. So, um, so like I said, I, I started on my first diet at the age of 16 mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I, I would lose some weight and then I would gain it back and then I would lose it again and gain it back. And I gained and lost, um, the most that I lost and then regained was, um, I think about a hundred pounds over those uh, years, you know, so I was mm -hmm. tossing back and forth this, this hundred pounds that, um, you know, and that's, that's a huge number, yeah. um, to, to lose and then to gain. Um, and then I had my son back in 2012 and I, uh, let me tell you, I gained a lot of weight with that pregnancy. Um, it was, it was not a good time. And then, uh, and then of course I lost again and gained again and lost again, changed jobs. And, and, you know, the one constant was that I was losing to see a certain number on the scale and to wear a certain size of clothing. It was never about anything but those two things. And I beat myself up daily with my weigh in. Like I would drive myself absolutely crazy weighing myself every single day and letting that number affect my mindset. Yeah. And, uh, and two years ago, so back, uh, well, okay. So, uh, May of 2018, I finally decided, you know what, am I allowed to swear on this or no? You can say this whatever family. you want. This is your episode. You can say whatever <laughs> well, you want. shit. Okay. <laughs> you know, back at May 20, uh, 2018, I, I was sick of myself. I was sick of being an asshole to myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, so finally I was like, you know, okay, okay, I'm going to do it this time. It's, this is going to be the time. And it was about a month in. So, you know, by June, the, I happened to come across the, uh, the CrossFit, the 2017 CrossFit games documentary on Netflix, um, the oh. redeemed and the dominant. Oh, I've seen this so many times. Like, yeah. I, I watched it so many times. Yeah, me too. It's, it's fantastic. It and, uh, so I watched it for the first time and, and the women, I, I said to myself, if I can be a, even a fraction as strong as, you know, Tia Claire Toomey, um, Katrin David's daughter, Sarah mm -hmm. Sigmund's daughter, if I can be a fraction as strong as these women, then that's my goal, yeah. like strength and health. And that's when it really changed for me. So yeah, you know, when I started in May, I had switched gyms. I, I, I switched over to planet fitness and it was a great place and I loved it there, but it wasn't until I saw that documentary that I thought to myself, this is what it's about. Yeah. Strength and health and nothing else because you know, 
you might have a goal to, or I want to look like this person, or I want to be this size, or I want to be this weight. None of that matters if your body composition or your body type doesn't match that. Yeah. I've come to learn that I'm athletic. Like I, uh, my build is athletic. I'm never going to be teeny tiny and there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, the, the females who happen to have the body type where, you know, they have, um, a smaller overall structure, that's great for them, but that's not going to be me. Yeah. And, um, when, when my focus then switched over to health and strength, none of that outside stuff mattered anymore. Yeah. And I actually still to this day, and I probably always will use that particular documentary as motivation. Um, I've also kind of, you know, fallen into watching, uh, little snippets of, of friendly competitions, uh, with those same athletes on YouTube. And, um, you know, there's people who have composed, these motivational videos with those athletes on YouTube as well. And I watch those all the time. And I think to myself, you know, if these athletes can do all of this work, I can do 15 minutes of cardio. Yeah. I can do, I can get through my, my lifting session. Right. And I think the other thing too, is I've really fallen in love with the sport of weightlifting. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's another thing that I talk to, um, that I try to talk to on Instagram or, or speak with people about is if you find a physical act, uh, any type of physical activity that you enjoy doing, you will continue doing it. Exactly. Right. Like my clients, if I have a client who really loves doing high intensity, uh, cardio training, awesome. You know what? I'll incorporate more of that into their programming because they will continue to do that long-term versus just the quick fix of X, Y, Z. Yeah. So, um, so certainly, you know, kind of circling back to your question, this was never my mindset until June of 2018. And, and since then it's, it's, that's just the way my life is now. I'm going to say that that documentary, even like the ones after, after that, that came out, like that, that redeemed mm-hmm. in, the, in the, I can't remember the name, exact. Redeemed in the dominant. Yeah. Redeemed and dominant. Like that whole series of just documentaries. It's just about the games. It's mm-hmm. the most powerful documentary I've ever seen. Like it's, it's not, a, it's, it's about like how these athletes work their butt off to go to these games. And then they have to like drill everything that they have into one like into these events and it's mm-hmm. like i i've watched that documentary so many times and i i really I, and I, I forgot about it until you just said that so like yeah i i really think that people should go watch that if if they're just like i'm not an athlete or blah 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 like go watch that documentary like even the first one because that that shows you that men and women are both like athletic and you can do whatever yeah. you want to if you watch that watch that film and i actually went out after i watched that documentary i read um tia claire Toomey put out a book it was like mm-hmm. it was like a memoir i've read that and and it really like explained to me why she is the way she is because she was yeah. always an athlete so like she 
I think she was like she was a swimmer at one point, and and mm-hmm. that's where all her her grit and determination comes from. And then the same thing with uh, uh, Catherine uh, Catherine David's daughter. Like I read hers yep. too, and and they're both like super athletes, and like they they love the sport. And I think that you you really have to find something that you love to do. Like even if with exercise or even just with like, and I, and Daryl talks about this all the time, but even with diet, like you have to find the things that you like to eat and eat those mm-hmm. things. Like, like you mm-hmm. have to find the, the best things to eat and then eat those things and eat them constantly. And, right. and, and, and that's what yeah. it's all about. Like it's, it's, it's about being consistent with stuff. It's not, it's not about just having a variety of stuff. It's like, it just, you have to drill that into your head. Like, Sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes it is fun, but like you can kind of teeter totter between the two. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, I definitely came from a place of disordered eating, Mm -hmm. um, not to be confused with an eating disorder, but disordered eating. Um, and I think the one thing that really resonated with me that I started telling myself is, uh, when I decided to stop being an asshole to myself, um, I decided that, Instead of saying, I can't have this and I can't have that, I would just simply avoid the things that made me feel like crap. Mm -hmm. I don't not eat them. I just don't always eat them. So, for example, um, I always found that if I ate fries at a restaurant, um, you know, fast food or or sit down, it didn't matter. Um, I just felt heavy and horrible after. Like, it just, it made my... Like it made my body feel sick. Yeah. Like it, I, it just didn't feel like, you know, yeah, it tasted fantastic, but <laughs> yeah. I felt like crap after. Yeah. And so I said, you know, why do I put myself through this? Right. So yes, I'll still eat fries, but I really make it count. And then I, I just know I'm going to feel like crap after, you know, physically, you yeah. know, the mental part of it, that took a little bit of training where. I'm not associating guilt with food anymore, mm-hmm. right? Now it's just purely do I physically feel better or worse after eating um, a certain type of food? Yeah. And then let that dictate the process down the road. I mean, when, um, it, when it all I mean, what it all boils down to is it, about choice. It's about <laughs> if I eat these fries, they're going to taste good to me, but how am I going to feel after I eat them? Exactly. And, and is that worth it to me to feel like that after I eat them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly it. You know, um, you know, I have my clients that, you know, say, well, you know, I, I'm going to avoid carbs because I know that they're bad for me. And I'm like, you know what? Like your body needs those carbs to fuel your workouts. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if one of my clients finds that they feel physically better, they don't feel sick. Uh, when they avoid certain carbs, great, then avoid those carbs. Yeah. But you need to find other sources to fuel your body or, you know, you're not going to be able to carry through with um, the level of exercise that you want to be doing. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what you have to do, like, especially with if you're if you're somebody who is like super athletic and like you're doing these heavy workouts, like you need the carbs. I mean, you're going mm-hmm. to you're going you're gonna to have to have them because you're going to burn out. And yeah. I, and I've, I mean, I've experimented with all, all the diets that are out there and I, and I, when, when it's all said and done, I've realized that I have to have some form of carbs if I'm going to do a heavy workout. 
And mm-hmm. if I'm not going to do a heavy workout, then I can probably lay off the carbs a little bit and, and perform just as well. But it just depends on what I'm doing. Right. And, uh, you know, I think one of the biggest hurdles that I, that I jumped, um, you know, this year alone, uh, in terms of health and, and wellness and fitness was, you know, my coach is slowly but surely increasing, uh, my caloric intake because, you know, I'm at the point where maintenance is the, the name of the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, I've, I've eaten a fairly balanced, uh, diet of, you know, like 33%, 33%, 33% of all three macros, right? Yeah. Like basically like across the board an even amount of all three macros. Yeah. And he's now, uh, slowly but surely increasing, uh, my percentage of carbs, uh, which is awesome because, you know, he's, he's, I eat a carb before I work out and I have an intro workout and yeah. it really makes a huge difference, um, on those strength weeks where yes, I'm doing lower reps, but my weight is increasing on the bar. And that's what, it, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. And it's exciting, right? Like I've never, um, experienced this level of excitement when it came to fitness before. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I've been working with Daryl since, since August. Cause I, like, mm-hmm. like you said, with that disorder eating, I had that issue. And mm-hmm. when, when I really started working with him in the last, you know, almost year or so, I realized that I would label foods as good or bad. Yeah. And once I got that, you know, that mindset out of my head, then it became like, it's just a switch turned on. And it, mm-hmm. t- and it took like, it took from August to about February to really realize that, okay, I don't have to label foods as good or bad. Like it's food is food. And there's mm-hmm. some, there's some things that work better for me and there's some things that work worse for me. So like, let's choose the better stuff over the worst. Yeah. Things. And, you know, choosing those items that are going to make you feel satiated for longer. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that that's super important too, is, uh, you know, I've, I've been on every single diet you can name, like guarantee you, you name a diet, I've been on it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was never a focus on what will keep you satiated and what, uh, what adds value to your body, um, wellness wise, it was, you know, about the smallest amount (laughs) that you can consume to get the biggest loss. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it definitely takes somebody being ready to accept a change in, how you think. And I wish that there was a shorter way for me to put that. Like that's a, that's a big, you know, big mouthful of words to say, but, (laughs) uh, you know, I I was never ready. And, you know, I have, uh, somebody had asked me the other day on my story sticker, you know, if you could go back and change anything, what would you change? Um, you know, I really wouldn't change anything because I learned a hell of a lot since I, you know, in the last 20 years. Um, and it has gotten me to this point. Yeah. Sure, I would have loved to have had this mindset ten years ago, twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't because I wouldn't have learned everything that I've learned. Yeah. So if- yeah, and you know what? Um, you know, you know a little bit of kind of what I've been through over the last uh, four or five months. Yeah. Uh, I lost my husband back, uh, you know, in November, mm-hmm. and. Um, and now it's, it's my life, 
my life duty to make sure that my son understands health and wellness. Um, he understands the, um, the importance of physical activity and, uh, you know, making sure that I am healthy and here, you know, we unfortunately lost his father, um, due to, uh, you know, a genetic condition that we had no idea about. Um, but it's more important now than ever that he sees the remaining parent, um, focused on health and wellness and, um, so that he, you know, can grow up in the best possible way given the circumstances. Yeah. So what are you, what are you teaching him like about just, cause I know that, you know, with me and you growing, we're, we're almost about the same age. So like we were, we grew up in a different time. And so mm-hmm. like nutrition and all that wasn't talked to us then. So what are you trying to teach him now? Well, and I'll tell you a little bit about my childhood. Um, you know, my disordered eating was a, had a lot to do with um, getting something to eat and then hiding while I ate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically eating in private. And, uh, you know, that was due to, uh, you know, uh, my mom. Uh, I would get home from school and ask if I could have, you know, a snack. And she'd let me have a cookie. And I'd ask for two because, you know, it made sense to have one for each hand. Mm-hmm. Right. And she would say no, and then I'd complain, and then she'd say, you can have none. So when she turned the corner, I would steal a whole sleeve of cookies and go hide in my room and eat them. And, you know, food was very much a taboo topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want that to be the case, you know, with my son growing up. I want him to know that all food is is on the table. (laughs) I mean, pun intended, I guess. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, there's nothing off limits, but let's take a look at what those foods will do to help fuel your body and fuel your workouts. And at seven years old, I've been blessed that, uh, my new gym, um, offers, well, once they're back, (laughs) uh, offers a kid's program where twice a week, these kids go into this class where they learn agility. They learn how to lift weights properly. Mm -hmm. And, um, they have certified trainers, uh, teaching these kids. So it's not, you know, it's not just like a random active kids class. It's like a true fitness lesson. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. I wish I had that when I was seven. (laughs) Oh my God, me too. And my son will absolutely loves being active. Yeah. He I'll tell you a funny story. So when I was at planet fitness, um, he begged me, you know, I really want to go to the gym with you. Can I go to the gym with you? And unfortunately, sorry, dude, you're too young. Mm -hmm. When I started at Movati, um, I found that they had this class and I told, Hey, you know, will I signed you up for this class. Uh, we're going to do once a week on Mondays, um, from five till six. And he goes, well, that's not fair. I said, (laughs) why is that not fair, buddy? He goes, well, why do you get to go every single day, but I only get to go once, once, a, uh, once a week. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, you're, you're too precious for me. Like, I love the fact that, you know, he sees me being active and enjoying what I'm doing mm-hmm. and he wants to do the same. That's awesome. You know, he wants to be active. Uh, he wants to, he, what did he say to me the other day? I asked him if he wanted to maybe try out, uh, learning how to play tennis and he goes, well, 
I think I need to work with Aaron and Allie a little bit more who are his trainers at at, uh, at the gym. He said, I, I really just want to work on my agility before I commit to anything else. Wow. <laughs> How are you seven years old? Like <laughs> this kid is just like, you know, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, and I think that that's part and parcel with, me finding what I enjoy doing. And I think that that is a huge benefit to, um, parents with children is if those parents can find their niche, if they can find the one active thing that they enjoy doing and they continue to do that, their children will see the joy in that, in being active rather than a punishment. Yeah. And I think that that's going to change the way kids grow up. I, I definitely see that because um, when my wife was uh, like when she was pregnant with my daughter, like she she was running all the time. She was like doing marathons and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. so like like my daughter like was, you know, she's three now. So she sees like her running all the time. She's like, hey, let's go for a run. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go run with you. And like she goes and run, runs with her. And I, I, I'm glad that she sees that being active is a good thing and that Mm -hmm. she enjoys like it gives her time to go outside and she enjoys it. So like I, I fully like endorse her going out for a run with her mom because that's that's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, you know, when Shane was alive, he, uh, he was, he would be out in the streets with Will like playing street hockey and, and basketball. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they played a lot of sports together, which is awesome. And that's kind of driven his love of sports. And now that, you know, he's seen me for the last couple of years really focus on weightlifting, the thing that I love, he wants to do it too. He wants to give it a shot. And, uh, you know, with this whole self-isolation quarantine situation, um, I've, I've created a schedule for Will. And part of his day, 30 minutes every single day, I create a little circuit for him in, my, in the gym in the basement. And he does it and he, and he wants me to record him because he wants to show other people just like I do that, you know, you can do stuff at home and he wants to make his trainers proud and, and, uh, you know, he, he enjoys it. So, um, yeah. But you're teaching him so many skills though, like at seven, like think about it in 10 years when he's 17 and he's, he's going to be so regimented with, with like his fitness and his, in his academics and all that stuff. Like he's going to be like a powerhouse when it comes to having a routine for everything. And that's, that's, great. that's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> no, that's going to be great because you can kind of see it now. Like, and if he still has that love for the sport and like, just for like school and stuff like that, like even, you know, 10 years, from, 10 years from now, like mm-hmm. he could be the best of mm-hmm. whatever he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. I mean, I, as you said before, I wish that this was something that was prevalent when you and I were growing up because our lives could be completely different, but, uh, without the hard lessons that we've learned, um, we wouldn't be able to pass on the quality of information that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with that because I, I am somebody who likes to learn. So I like, even with my weight loss journey, like I learned everything by either reading or watching something. And mm-hmm. like, my, my journey started in 2011. So, and, and my journey is still going, but I learned a lot of stuff between 2011 and now. Mm-hmm. And I'm still learning like to this day. Yeah. 
Well, and you know what? Like, so I, I don't mean to cut you off here, but the your journey should never end, right? Like, yep. there should never be, uh, at least to me, um, there's no finish line, and um, the process of learning should always be at the forefront of everything, right? Because mm-hmm. um, the minute you're done learning, like, what's the point anymore? Right. And there's so many people um, out there to learn from that it's actually mind blowing. And, um, you know, I'm I'm the girl at the gym who like I want to make friends like I go there for the social aspect. Of course, I love lifting like that's my number one reason. But I'm pretty social. And so, you know, I like meeting people and and understanding their stories and and learning from them. And um, and, you know, that's that's what's kind of killing me right now. Yes, the lifts are <laughs> I'm missing out on the lifts, but I'm missing out on like that social and and that learning um, that learning process. And uh, but yeah, once uh, once you think you know everything, like what's the point anymore? Yeah, I, I think that you're always learning. I, I think that yeah. if you say you know everything, then you don't. And mm-hmm. there's even more stuff you can that you can learn for yourself. Yeah, yeah. So how, okay. So you, you talked about your, you say you, you are a, a nutrition. What, what was it? You, you got certified? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a newly certified, um, nutrition okay. coach and, uh, and trainer with the national Academy of sports medicine. Okay. Um, next step, uh, I want to, um, well, precision just released <laughs> today. So their pre-sale is released. I, I want to start up with precision now. Um, just because of the whole mindset portion of it. And that's, and I want to do that. I told, I told Daryl that, so me Mm -hmm. and Daryl are done in August. And I was like, once I'm done with, you know, uh, like our relationship, like me and you and coaching, I'm going to go into precision nutrition myself. And I want to give back to other people and do the same thing that you're doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think with that, I mean, there's so many different platforms to learn from. And and again, the education is never ending. Um, but with precision, I feel like it's, um, it's definitely more of a, uh, help with a mindset shift Mm -hmm. than it is anything else. Um, you know, they're bringing back the reasonability of weight loss and nutrition. Um, and, and not, pushing to extremes. Like here is a very reasonable way that you can lose and then maintain a weight loss without going crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that's super important. You know, there's like, I went crazy for two decades <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I agree. And I, I will say that as somebody who's actively still doing precision nutrition, I think it's one of the best ways to, Mm-hmm. have some kind of education with your weight loss if you're in a weight loss journey because it it teaches you habits versus like and, and instead of like basing on just calories and trying to yeah. you know, burn as many calories you can as whatever it's like it's mostly it's mostly about the habits to build back this kind of plan to do like the calorie counting and all that stuff if you want to do that but like it's it's right. it's the background stuff for everything that you need to do Right. And, and, you know, one of the things that I talk to my clients about, like my clients can attest to this. I, I saw, um, you know, I do my coaching in, in six week, uh, six week, uh, increments. Mm-hmm. 
really it's seven weeks because I use the first week to kind of get them familiarized with my app that they can log in and, and log the nutrition and workouts in. Um, and then six weeks following that of, of coaching. And I tell my clients right off the bat, if you're with me for six weeks or you're with me for six years, either way, I want to provide them with the tools that the, it's a sustainable platform. Yeah. So you know, I'm like all like a lot of big box uh, diet plans. You know, they these big box diet plans. It, it really frustrates me because I was stuck in this cycle for years. They 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 gouge you and you lose the weight and then you stop doing it and then you gain it all back and guess what? They're making your they're making money again. Yeah. Because you're going right back to them. And if my client stays with me for six weeks and and they are comfortable to continue on their own for the rest of their lives, I don't care if they they pay me again or not. I just want to provide them with a sustainable way to live their life. That is my goal. Um, you know, if somebody decides, yeah, I want to stay with Andy for six years. Great. That's fantastic. But my goal is to provide people with a sustainable way of living Mm -hmm. that isn't this whole back and forth yo-yo situation. Yeah. And I think that's the name of the game when it, when it's all, when it all boils down to it is you don't, you don't want to be the person that's trying to keep somebody on forever. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to mm-hmm. teach them what they need to know. And do they know it enough to leave you and be able to still mm-hmm. do what you've taught them to do. And and think that's what it's all about. It's not about like some quick fix of if you do this yeah. for a couple of weeks and you'll be fine. Like, no, that's not, yeah. that's not what it's about. It's about like yeah. <laughs> having these lifelong habits that are built in so you can just go out and do what you have to do without having Mm -hmm. to have somebody in your ear telling you exactly what you need to do yeah exactly and uh yeah it's uh super important and i and i wish that there were people around like me and you and daryl uh you know 10 years ago even but uh like i said if uh if we hadn't been through what we've been through we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing yeah exactly yeah (laughs) so what what do you want to leave this podcast with? Like, what what kind of advice do you want to give anybody who may need help with their weight loss, or or just anything that you've talked about on this podcast? Like, is there anything like any parting words that you want to kind of give to the audience? Yeah, I think I think just for me, um, you know, uh, pushing that whole importance about uh, uh, making the decision to to kind of not treat yourself like shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and find something that you enjoy doing that you'll continue to do because you enjoy it. Um, you know, find a reasonability in, uh, if, if you want to lose weight, find a reasonable way of doing so. Yeah. Don't go to extreme measures because you're just going to slow your process right down. Um, and think about it as a lifelong journey rather than um, a quick fix. Uh, and I think that, you know, that that's tough for a lot of people, but... Once you've found that reason, um, you're set, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta come from, it's gotta come from within. I mean, I, I, I'm like speechless over here. I'm like, yep, I'm just nodding my head. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, that it's, it's all you can do, right? Yeah, uh, you can't exactly. force anybody to do, to do anything, but, um, but you can really kind of change the way you think about life. Um, you know, life is super short. Uh, tomorrow is never guaranteed. Um, things can change as we've, as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, things can change in an instant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you just got to do right by yourself. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I as re- simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to follow you on Instagram, how can they follow you? Yep. So I am at cartwheel underscore AC. Um, and uh, for anything, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of like general life, but mostly weight loss, maintenance, lifting, that sort of thing um, mm-hmm. on the personal side. Okay. Uh, for coaching, it's at My Flourish Wellness. Um, but you can get a hold of me either way. Okay. And I'll put all this in the show notes. So, so some, if, there, if somebody's interested in coaching or just want to follow you on Instagram and, and see that you are the pose queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I got the same pose every time. I, I did change it up today, but uh, you know, that's the other thing too, is people make fun of me for doing the same pose, but you know what? If you look up, if you go to my page and you take a look at all of my stories, you will see a gym selfie from pretty much every single day since May of 2018. So essentially you're just trying to keep And I do that to show the consistency. <laughs> I do I do it to show consistency, yeah. right? Um, there, there are a couple of others. Can I, can I do a little shout out here to yeah, yeah, three cool. people that I mentioned on this, uh, chat? So, uh, Will has two trainers. Okay. Um, he has Aaron and Allie. So if you guys want to take a look at Aaron Nelson underscore sports underscore fitness, uh, that is Aaron and, uh, Allie is, uh, Allie S W W that's A L L Y. SWW. And, uh, the final one is, uh, Renee Morataya and that is JTF underscore journey, uh, journey to fit. Um, all three of them are awesome. Uh, give them a, a like and a follow and, a um, you'll see just how, how great these three individuals are. Oh, that's great. So I, I really appreciate you coming on and chatting. I mean, we've been trying to do this for a few months now, but like, it's been a long time coming. So I'm glad that, uh, you know, that this has happened. (laughs) I mean, I know, I knew like once you get on the podcast, I know you were going to bring it. So like, I was like, I was waiting for the chance to actually talk to you about it. Cause I heard you on Daryl's podcast and I, and I was shaking my head the whole time. Like, yep. 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 I was agreeing with everything you were saying yeah. with, you, with you and Daryl. And I was like, I have to get her on the podcast because she was just yeah. bringing the fire. Yeah. And you know what? That's the beautiful thing about um, social media and, and in particular Instagram is it brings like minded individuals together. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't follow you until um, I heard you on one of uh, Daryl's podcasts. And I was like, yeah, you know, this we resonate. This is this <laughs> like gang gang right here so yeah <laughs> yeah i want to thank andy for coming on and just bringing the straight fire like she <laughs> i had so much fun recording this episode um i was i'm gonna admit i was kind of nervous because i didn't know um because like i said i hadn't talked to andy that much like we kind of conversed back and forth on instagram and dms and stuff like that but like i've never had a full-on conversation with her um and 
we just gel perfectly. I like I everything that was coming out of her mouth today was just I mean not today, but I'm recording this after I recorded with her. But um, everything that she was saying in the episode, like I fully 100% agree with her, um, and I, I I can't wait to record with her again um, because she she has so much knowledge and. I've learned a lot from just her and Daryl and I, I I like to surround myself with people who have that very positive, very like matter of fact mindset and Andy definitely has it. So um, if you want to follow her on Instagram, you can follow her on Instagram at Carwell underscore AC. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at Willie Gillis. If you have any questions, com- comments, or concerns with the podcast, you can email me at what I look for podcast at gmail.com. And that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this and I will see you next week.